is that podcast experience. He followed me. So that's how he became around. And he has never left ever since he did that. Like, he's already... In, I've banned him, like... It must be thousands of times I've banned him. And he just comes back every day. So... He's just there forever now. It's just, he's, he's, he may as well be a, bot, a chat bot at this point. He just does the same stuff. It's just it's, it's how it is now. I'll place my knapsack on my back, my rifle on my shoulder. I'll march away to the firing line. Kill that Yankee soldier. I'll kill that Yankee soldier. I'll march away to the firing line and kill that Yankee With me, I'm kind of trolling as well, a little bit. Like, not, I'd say I'm like uh, 80 to 80% fact, like, I'm serious, and 20% troll. Like, how I, I go about, like, I say, I keep saying pro Trump stuff all the time, and I don't really care that much about Trump personally. But for Bubba, uh, I think he's like, there, there has to be a part of him where he knows that he's like trolling and he doesn't believe part of the stuff he's saying. But I feel like the reactions you can get out of him and actually get him angry, he has to believe in what he's saying, at least a, a little bit. So he has to have part. I think it's somewhere in between. He's not fully troll, but there's a that's a big part of it. But he's also believing a lot of it. So it's not it's not black and white with him. I don't think that's that's my stance on him and whether he's truthful or not. Right, right. You know, uh, Bubba, he says a lot of shit. Um, you, you keep allowing him back. I mean, I guess it's just impossible to ban him permanently. I mean, I could probably... Oh, well, yeah, like you did to me. <laughs> yeah, well, you were... It would be actually be uh, harder to ban him because he... You didn't uh, make alt accounts that often and, like, get on my chat. Too much work. But... Bubba did. He he. Every single day, he deletes his cookies and he does a new one. So you have to physically ban him forever, every single day, because he will come back every single day. He'll just sit there in the ban chat. Like I have like the ban section. He will sit there all the time and wait for somebody to unban him. In fact, if if I don't have the the power, like the power to um have different like titles in the areas or whatever, like the the ban section. Yeah. He'll actually sign in and sign out repeatedly until yeah. you unban him. Oh, fuck him yeah. Out of that forever. Hell yeah. I, I, I love doing that shit. I used to do that shit too. Um, you, you got too many clever ways to get rid of us, Assad. Um, you've been here a long time. You talked about being here for you know at least a, a decade. Uh, more so than a decade. What are some of the, you know, things you've seen on Zat? Some of the things you've experienced? Anything interesting? Any 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 dark shit you've seen? I'm not sure if I've seen anything too bad. Again, I don't really... I didn't really go to any big popular chats ever. It's mostly just personal stuff, so... I don't think I could really remember that much weird, crazy stuff I've seen. I don't know. I've just seen people go crazy trolling each other most of the time, and people go like insane on band sprees. That's about it. Nothing really that unusual. I mean, I've seen people threaten like to kill themselves on there, but that's like I think that goes to every social media platform. There's always that group that want to do that. Yeah, man. I mean, to be honest, when I um when I first came on your chat, I used to think like 
I've never really been on a chat like that. I used to think you were the the bottom of the barrel when it comes to Zat. Then I went to a uh, flirt chat, and uh, I was uh, sadly mistaken, man. There's so many fuck, so much fucked up shit that goes on here on on Zat. We got um, we got autistic people getting uh, docs. We got you know people's nudes getting exposed. So you haven't seen any of that? No, not really. I think I've had a threatened to me, and I've seen picture people put IP grabbers and try to get crap off of me, but uh, I think our chat usually doesn't have that that bad of malicious people, or or either that or people are really defensive about that on my chat, so they don't really get doxxed or anything, at least in my experience. So I'm not really sure. Right, you got to practice a little bit of, uh, you know, safety online. All right, so I guess I'm gonna move on a little bit more to the to the politics angle of this. I mean, you know, you said you're you supported the Confederacy. Um, you said that was like a result of you learning like the history of all that shit. Yeah. I mean, when did you really get into that? I'd say I was probably a liberal kid. I'd say I was <laughs> never really that into politics, though, but. I was very, I was probably very left-leaning until I was 15 or 16 years old, so prior oh, wow. to that, I was pretty uh, lefty and pro-equality and everything like that, but and na- whatever. And now you're not pro-equality? Uh, not so much, no. Yeah, well, I, you know, I don't, I definitely don't believe in equality. I mean, I think that, um... You know, some uh, some of the money that rich people have should be taken from them and given to, uh, you know, somebody else. Um, I don't mind as much rich people, but I do have a thing <laughs> against rich corporations. I think people are... The real problem is consumerism in America. It's, it's extremely bad. Actually, not just America. It's all over the world. Just how much extreme consumerism there is and how much little of that goes back to the people. Like, I don't... I'm not a big consumerism. fan of at all. I don't think that people should be like. I don't really have a thing. I think personally against rich people. I think the way that corporations run their business models is really at fault, and the fact that they don't get any tax, they don't pay many taxes. Most of the tax money is just people paying taxes at the bottom. So, oh yeah, that's man. My stance on that. You know, a lot of people say that uh, taxation is theft, but you know, it, you know, it's kind of like uh, like Robin Hood. I mean, that shit was theft, but it's the cool kind of theft, you know. Like, you, you steal from the rich and give to the poor. You give to the people that actually need it. Fuck, I don't know. Like, um, what about the police? I mean, like, uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, uh, right-wingers will be very much, you know, pro the police. They'll suck the police's dick. But I haven't really seen that from you. I mean, could you uh, care to elaborate kind of your uh, opinions on that? I don't care about the police at all. They could go die. I don't care about them. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. A-cab. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about them. They... Everything that the the modern the modern state and government has been doing, I don't see how you could be supporting it. I they haven't done anything for my from to to me for my benefit or to everybody's benefit. And I get you can say, oh, they're helping society stay the way it is. Well, personally, I don't have a I don't like modern society in the slightest. So why would I want to be helping be supportive of them when they're going around killing people and I understand that they say, oh, they kill black people more, but what about the white people that die? So what about the other races that die? Police brutality is not a thing that's like, 
only one race it's happening to. It's happening to everybody. That's really what's at the core of the issue is. But the, the racial division in, is just put in the issue by the left. And I think it's a, it should be a bipartisan thing. Not that I care for either party, but you get what I'm trying to say. No, dude, that's that's super reasonable. I mean, uh, for sure, like anybody, uh, anybody who sees like the police doing something fucked up to a white person and they don't want to like, you know, go against that with the same level of, you know, vitriol that they do for a black person is a complete hypocrite. I, I've seen the police uh, paralyze a white man, uh, slamming him into the ground. I've seen police, um, they evicted a woman, uh, a sick uh, woman from her house during the COVID era uh it's like the fuck Where, where's that police discretion you know like uh you can you can bend the rules a little bit y'all do it for your uh for your sheriffs when they get pulled over drunk driving i don't know why y'all can't do it for an old lady um an old white lady at that so yeah i don't another i don't issue uh -huh. is like another example is like the worst the worst example i've seen so far probably in my life is the uh what was it called? Uvalde oh my god! shooting? I was going to ask about shooting, that. Say. Holy and shit. The, I, I saw, I downloaded the video, the security footage that got, I think it was leaked. Uh, of those police officers just sitting out inside the school in the hallway for about an hour doing nothing as there's a, as there's a school shooter shooting teachers and kids and everything. And the police are just sitting there doing nothing. Just sitting there. And then they have the audacity to have the another another few police officers outside the school, <laughs> and they're fighting with parents, saying that everything's okay. You're not allowed to go anywhere near the school. You're not uh, allowed to see your kids. Yeah, and man. Somebody got tased during that. They had the parents got tased what? while the police, the rest of the police force, is sitting there doing nothing. I, I don't I, see how anybody could defend a police force that is so ineffective that they can't do anything right. Like that. That is the worst example I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, man, it was it was an embarrassment. Uh, they were out here pulling guns out on parents trying to save their children. Uh, it was a mess, and it took the border the border fucking patrol of all people to take out the uh, to take out the the Hispanic mass shooter that was going on. I mean, don't you think that's kind of like optic optic wise that kind of makes you know the whole border thing kind of a uh, look good i don't i don't know i don't even again i don't, I don't care about getting race involved in that one no mm -hmm. matter what the race were i don't care if they're white black hispanic i don't care what their race were in that case everybody those police were just completely in the wrong in every aspect no matter i don't care what the race was in that circumstance it was just completely off the wall horrible they all should be immediately fired and another thing is that the police are the reason why they can get away with stuff like that, which I'm not saying they will get away with it, and they might, is that uh, the police have um, are not obligated in America to defend people. Like they are not obligated to defend you as a person. Their their job is specifically law enforcement, so they can say, "Oh, well, it's not our job to defend people." But here's the thing: when you send a kid to school, you have you you should at least know that they're safe. It just doesn't make any sense to me. They're, they can try getting off with that lie, that ridiculous stance that they have. And legally, that's, technically, that's upheld by the, fed, the federal law. But I think it's absolutely ridiculous that they're, they could just be fine with that. Even morally, morally, how could they be fine with How could they sleep, sleep at night doing stuff like that? Like, are their inaction causing people to die? It's just ridiculous. Sorry to go on a tangent about that, but...
that oh, that's good. Ridiculous. Uh, that's good. I, 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 you know, wanted to hear some shit like that. Um, what about you know, uh, what about the fact that you know we got the government spying on us? They, that you know, not just the government, but you got all these companies selling our information. You know, Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, TikTok selling our information to the Chinese government. Do you, do you really uh, use any other social media besides that? Uh, I try to avoid it as best I can. Uh, I don't use, I use that. I use discord, which yeah, you know, I use that. Um, maybe steam counts as one. <laughs> uh, that's about it. That's all I use. I discord's my main thing. I've been using for a couple of years now. I got really devoted to it. I'm hoping they don't go too bad with their censorship if they ever go through that, but they're all right for now, I guess, whatever. I don't think I try to avoid the big social media sites because uh oh YouTube's another one. My bad. YouTube's another one. Yeah. But I try to avoid using them as much as possible, especially for my opinions, because I will get banned in a second. I think even on Discord I might get my account deleted if I say too much bad, but I'm usually fine on my own uh private chats. I think I'm okay for now. So I try to avoid them though. I, I there's no like there's nowhere you can go for true uncensored stuff i mean even 4chan bans a lot of stuff now so it's like i don't know i, don't I mean know. uh a lot of people would argue that flirt chat you know you, they don't have mods there you can't really get banned um uh, listening to a lot of the other podcast episodes people have referenced that as the reason they really uh the reason they really like going there you know you can say anything you can say uh you can say certain words that certain races don't like um so, um, so yeah, like uh, a lot of people would say that it's kind of uh, free on there, but you know, with that freedom, you also got a lot of uh, a lot of stupid shit going on. Like I said earlier, you got doxing, you got um, I don't know, you got just got like a lot of uh, a lot of uh, shit that you really wouldn't see on other places that have at least some level of uh, moderation. My biggest thing is just spamming the chat. It's very annoying. Even you're uh, guilty of that one sometimes when you go too crazy. Uh, that's the that's the only one I do, and uh, uh, political violence threats. You know. I mean that's on you. I mean I don't really I don't condone anything illegal, so uh, yeah. But whatever. It's just that's more on you than me. I don't. I think. I've uh, talked to you before. You said you have uh, you have guns and shit, right? You believe in the Second Amendment. Yeah, I got an AR under my bed behind me, an AR-15. That's a Western M M P. Is it just uh, for like? Do uh, do you, do well, you just do you just like guns, or is it like for protection, or do you think like, oh, maybe one day when the government tries to take away my rights, I may have to use this? I mean, what's the what's the thinking behind that? All of the above. All of the above, hell yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. I think everybody should. I think everybody in the world should have a gun. In my opinion, everybody has a right to self-preservation and self-defense. So that's my stance on that. I think it's ridiculous that people couldn't can't have a gun. It reminds me of back in the day they used to say, uh, like in medieval times, that only I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, don't quote me on this, but mm. that only knights should be able to have swords. I mean, that's kind of yeah. ridiculous, right? I mean, I think the same thing about guns everybody should be able to have one everybody should be trained in it everybody should be everybody should be knowledgeable about guns how to use a gun or 
be safe, be gun safe. I think they should teach gun safety in schools, in my opinion. I it, The more knowledge on gun safety, the Based. better, in my opinion. Based as fuck, man. I, I've seen a lot of people on the left get cucked on the on the gun rights issue. They wanna, I mean, I, I you know, obviously take guns away from people that have proven to be like a threat. But well, to, even in those situations, I think everybody has a right to self defense. So I think if if you're gonna let these people, okay, say you commit a crime like a felony, yeah, I think you should be able to. If you're getting rehabilitated through your punishment in a jail. And you're fit to go back in society. You should be fit to get your gun back. If they want to do some half-assed measure, they they should. What they should do is they should have you take another class to get your gun back. But I would prefer if they're if you, they think this person is fit for society still, that they could fit back in society, be released. They should be able to have their right to self-defense back because you're getting rid of you're getting rid of all of your rights going into that prison. You should get all them. You should get all your rights back when you're rehabilitated from your prison sentence. That's my stance on that. Yeah, another one with that is uh, like taking guns away from people who are still currently under investigation, or uh, or stuff like that. It's like either they're either you think they're a threat or you don't. And if you don't think if you don't have enough proof to show that they're a threat, then you can't really use that to kind of you know. No, I don't think so. Preemptively the only time take you away. You be taking your guns away from somebody is when you're being arrested and you're being detained and you're being put in a prison for a crime that they that you've committed. You're going to, you're going into court. Courtroom shouldn't be able to have guns, except for police officers in there, because obviously we don't want to have issues in the courtroom. But other than that, I'd say everywhere else is, should be fine. I'd say courtrooms are the only place where guns shouldn't be allowed, and well, in prisons as well, they shouldn't be allowed. I don't believe otherwise. Gun-free zones are just a joke, and a lot of gun-free zones don't have people with guns as well, except for maybe I'd say when I went to high school, there was one police officer with a gun. I, and I think there was over a thousand kids in my high school, and there was only one guy with a gun. Mm-hmm. And there was two buildings as well. So what if an active shooter came into one building? And what if our police officer did what the, I believe the Parkland shooter, uh, the Parkland school or whatever? He, um, that that police school police officer, just gone and fled. He ran outside. So, yeah, I think I uh, I'd say in that situation, I think teachers should be able to carry a gun. They should be trained. They should be responsible. They should have. They should know they should be very safe with their guns, but and have them locked up and away from the class, or otherwise, it's just common sense. It should be common sense. But they should they should be able to have the guns because guess what? The te- when you take put your kids into school, the teacher is responsible for your children t- child safety. Obviously, the police have been proven multiple times that they can't do it. So I think the teachers should be trained, and maybe not every teacher should have a gun, but I think that most of them should be trained and know what to do in it an active shooter situation yeah man i mean we need uh we need to do something about this because this can't keep happening and like you know just people you know are they get used to it you know they just think it's normal and you know it's just, mean, just the way it is let's get real here america has more guns in it than it has people there's no way you're gonna push this gun control that's gonna get rid of all the guns no matter what there's always gonna be guns in criminals hands so I think you you got to have good people with guns to stop them. I, we're not going to get rid of every single gun. And the people cite places like Australia or Canada. America is a completely different place. We we literally have so many guns, it's ridiculous. There's no way you're going to ever get rid of all those guns. Yeah, a lot of it's people... It's the reality of the situation that we live in. We can't be comparable to those other countries anyway. Even though I think in those countries they should have the right to defend themselves. They should be able to get a gun easily as long as they they're not... Uh, they're capable of firing a gun, capable of having a gun responsibly, of course. 
I think everybody should have the right to self-defense. And But the problem is you can't compare these other countries to America. America is just a different breed, and people know that. People, America gets mocked for it. So, <laughs> nah, they're just jealous. Do you, like, don't you think so? Like, I mean, a lot of people like to shit on America, but America's number one. They, fucking, we got global hegemony up in this bitch. Ain't nobody can tell us what to do. Uh, America's number one, and they're just mad. Maybe I would agree with that in certain aspects. I guess by default, America's still number one, but America has a lot of issues that needs, need to be solved, and I don't think they're going to be solved anytime soon. So. so you're a confederate. You're hoping, I guess, that one day, you know, the uh, current government establishment collapses and you guys get another shot to kind of re-implement the, the South? Yeah. I mean, I don't have a... I mean... I'm not wishing violence on anybody else. I'm just a good law-abiding citizen, but yeah, I mean, uh, once everything falls and, you know, they implode on themselves, then I'm I'm just gonna mind my own business and do my own thing as the new confederacy, so just the way it'll be. Yeah, this is why, um, why I do kind of support guns, because I don't really see, um, not just America, but a lot of the current, you know, world structures, even the internet itself. The, like, do you think the internet's gonna last another fucking 10, 30 years? Like, don't, oh, don't you think they're gonna start to, like, regulate the fuck out of it, and it's not gonna be like how it once was? It's already partially getting regulated. I think the internet's pro the problem with the internet is, for them anyways, it's, it's so ridiculously powerful. It, you get so much information at your fingertips, you know, not to be, like, cliche or anything, but there's just so much here to look at, and a lot of people, you know, complain about, uh, especially on the left, about how radicalized people get by looking at all this information. I mean, guess what? Uh, the government, we don't believe everything the government says. I mean, that's just how it is, and they're just going to have to deal with, we have all this information that we can look at and come to our own conclusions, you know what I mean? What about, um... One uh, well, no, part of that information uh, that has come out recently is all the 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 UFOs. They call them by something else now. I don't even know the fucking current terminology, but all these UFOs, the new videos coming out with uh, the military fighter jets catching them shits. Uh, what do you think about all that? I mean, do you believe in aliens, Assad? I haven't. Um, I haven't really looked at much of the stuff that's came out, honestly. And uh, per personally, like time. When when the, it's the government saying it, I kind of tend to think it, it's kind of true the opposite way. So it, mm. it makes me more suspicious that they're coming out with it randomly out of nowhere. But yeah, honestly, <laughs> that shit was weird. Pain, I say I'm open to it, but I don't specifically like. I don't believe in aliens per se. I'm not like thinking, oh, these guys are out there for sure. But mm. I um, I, I'm open to it. It's like whatever to me. I mean, I. I could go one way or the other on that, very on the fence. Wasn't there a, a user that used to come on your uh, chat that was all about the, the, the reptilians and all that shit? What, you never... Wait, have you personally heard of him? Was he around with you? I don't remember. His name was what? Bacchus, I think, or Inlil. Yeah, Bacchus. Uh, well, I knew him as Inlil, but yeah, I definitely saw him a, a few times when I was uh, very early on, when you, when you used to still call me Ultra Lord. At Ultra. Oh. Ultra, um, yeah, you used to call me Ultra. Ultra Rain. Yeah. Um, what was the question again? Yeah, uh, what's the, like, I just wanted to know about, uh, Inlil. I mean, uh, you know, he, he was a whole, like, reptilian guy. What was, uh, what was his deal? Well, I don't really know what to say about him other than, um, he was very, um, 
He's very confident. Uh, well, let's be, let's be honest here. He was basically schizophrenic and mm -hmm. uh, in a bad way that, like, uh, what his family appeared to be uh, taking his disability money and Damn, spending what the it fuck? on their own stuff. And it's he seemed to be, like, a, mostly oblivious to reality. So it just seemed like a very sad situation. We were seeing a part of on Zat that, like... He would go on these schizophrenic rants. He probably didn't take any medication. His family, his caretaker family, was probably not caring for him whatsoever. So I oh, just wow. look at him. I just think of him as like a negative, kind of a negative situation that you're seeing a part of on Zat. I mean, you can laugh at him for being disabled, but sometimes you know it's hard not to because he would say the most ridiculous crap ever, and if you question him, he would just come up with some BS. But it was it was kind of a messed up situation. I I just wish him the well. I mean, he really had some problems, and his no. family was not probably abusing him. So I really I wish him well. I don't have anything against that guy. Now now I feel fucking bad. I feel like I used to uh, I used to make fun of him and shit. And but... He used to like complain that his family would like withhold him. He would alcohol and cigarettes. I'm pretty sure he was in his thirties or something. And, you know, he was on disability, and they're supposed to be caring for him, and they probably didn't do crap, considering how bad his, his uh, episodes were on Zat that we saw. So it was just... I think he was genuinely ill, so I I just feel bad for him. I, I wish him well. I really, really do. Um, Another person that I think you might know about is Achilles. He, uh, he likes to come on every once in a while and spam some uh, right-wing, you know, fuck the fuck women, fuck black people or whatever kind of weird uh i don't want to say nothing bad about him because i thought he was all right but he <laughs> seemed like a character you know um i think he was a little bit normie right-wing conservative and i i think he really didn't like me because i was a little too far off the edge for him but i don't really have a problem I, I, you I too far really funny... you too far off the edge for him yeah, I think that's what he interpreted of me. Yeah, I think so. He had, like, a YouTube channel, I think, didn't he? And he would, like, post... I think I remember saving one of his videos. It was so funny to me. Yeah, people have um, uh, people have shown I me his had, channel. I think he had a video, like, called... This is the, Watch this video if I go missing or something. Or, like, for his family or something. It was just him talking to the camera about what they should do. Like, the government got him or something. I mean... It's kind of like based, but it's kind of cringy too. That <laughs> was kind of funny though. But I don't have nothing against anybody, really. I don't. But I think he was a little. I I don't think he likes me at all. I don't. It's like whatever. That's his opinion, I guess. What about um? I mean, have you ever dated anyone? Well, I think I already know the answer to this. Uh, I think you used to date K on Zat. Um, yeah, K, and there was another one, Leonix. K is a really nice person. Uh, genuinely, we. We broke up on good terms. Uh, she's she's really nice. She still talks to me occasionally. Um, she does her own thing. I think she's married now uh, with Shit. some guy in Alabama. Oops, I shouldn't say that, but oh well. <laughs> nah, um, I mean nobody's gonna know who that is on here. Yeah, she barely gets on Zed anyway. She has her own thing going for her. I wish her well. You know, she's she's a very nice person. We have some different uh, beliefs on some things. Uh, I don't think she's a Nazi anymore. She used to be a really hardcore Nazi. I think she was an eco-Nazi, actually, but I think she's gone Based. a little bit more uh, normie with her beliefs, so that's whatever to me. I think we talked about her recently, but... And Linux was another one, but I I don't even know where to start with her. She was... We broke up on less good terms. I don't really know. 
uh, I don't know if I want to get into that even, so. Right. No, you know, just whatever you're comfortable with. I, you know, I, 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 the other host of the, of the uh, podcast likes to uh, hear about people's relationships. Um, is there anyone from Zat that you've ever, like, met in real life or considered meeting in real life? Or, you know, you, if you could, you would? Yeah, I mean, probably a couple people. Well, I actually invited a friend in real, a real life friend to Zat, like, 10 years ago, just to have him see it. But that was, like, whatever. Uh, I think he found it very entertaining at the time. It was, like, 2012, probably, or 2013, around there. Mm. Uh, but I've met some really, really good friends. In fact, most of my friends on Discord are just friends from Zat, so it never really leaves, you know? And I would probably be comfortable meeting, like, one or two of them because I've met some really good friends on here that I trust a lot, so... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, but I would see it happening maybe occasionally someday. I don't know. Is there anyone that you like you've ever been rivals with? Any enemies that you've had on Zat that you could name? Well, other than Bubba, I don't know. <laughs> really? Other than Bubba? Um, uh, I, I think the CVI Networks guy was a little annoying. Um, I don't know if I would call him a rival, and it's probably not nice of me to call him annoying, but. What, um, what about the. Uh... Bernie, I think his name was. Oh. Bernard. He's a little... I don't know why. He just started hating me. I think he also thought I was too far right or something. He just started hating me. I don't I don't say... I really don't say nothing mean to people. Well, provoked, I, so I, I think really you are way, way too far right. But you're at least polite about it. I mean, like, you don't really, like, berate people like that. You kind of just, make, you know, share a couple jokes with them. Kind of, like, dismiss what they have to say. And that's about it. And... You know, to be honest, like that's not. Uh, that's... I don't have to make it too serious sometimes. I, I, with Bubba, Bubba, sometimes I'm just. I'm sometimes a little too. I'm sometimes a little serious with Bubba. But again, I'm mostly just trolling. So, I mean, some people find that very obnoxious. But I, I think I'm usually pretty nice to other people most of the time anyway. I mean, it... you sometimes, but you sometimes go off the rails. <laughs> so, I don't know. I uh, know. I recognize that, man. I, you know, I don't even fault you for that. I know um, coming on here, you know, for uh, the past couple years, uh, Kind of had to learn that I, uh, you know, can't do this shit all the time. Kind of got to, you know, calm down a little bit, be a little bit friendly to people. Um, I like being friendly to people. I think it's better off that way. I'm kind of, I'm pretty relaxed of a person most of the time, you know? I don't really like trouble that much. I just like doing my own thing, you know? So you, you say, uh, like, are you at peace generally in your life? Um... I mean, of course, we all have our issues, of course, but I think I'm mostly all right with everything. I mean, pers- in my personal life, I think I'm fine. I don't really have that many issues. I mean, I could, everybody could better themselves. Everybody has issues, but I think I'm doing all right, personally. Oh, you had some shout-outs to give to a yeah, few people? Yeah, only one. A shout-outs to Jack from my my chat. Uh, he really wanted me to say that. I don't You know him, too. Uh, he just wanted me to shout him. I don't know what else to say. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a good guy. I really, I like him. A lot of people in my chat I like. They don't really get on much, though, that often. He don't get on that often, so. But shouts to him. Right. And that's, I don't know what else to say. That's probably it, I guess. Do you, um, do you have any more questions? Uh, do you have anything to say to, you know, anyone who might not be familiar with Zat, you know, coming on the, um, on the, on the chat or maybe watching this episode and they're, they're curious about what Zat is? I mean, could you explain what this wonderful place that we've all come to know is? Um, 
it's a weird outdated chat app and uh, has a lot of extremely weird people on it so if you want to see uh to look into the abyss uh, i think you should look at that and the people that still use this website in 2022 i think it's uh, an experience to say the least i think that's what i would tell them so one more thing uh do you think you you will ever ever uh leave that i mean We've been here for a long time. Uh, I think most people, like, you know, they have it in the back of their mind, like, oh, one day I'm going to do something else. I mean, what's your thought on that? Uh, I think I would like to stay on that long, as long as possible. Wow. And honestly, it's probably the only thing Bubba has ever really gotten to me on because I, I hate to see uh, all these chats around and Bubba's the only one still on it. So I think <laughs> for that reason alone, I'd want to at least... <laughs> To get on occasionally to you know ban him some more because if if I leave the chat I think he's gonna think that he's won so I can't have that happen he always has to lose so I think I'm gonna be on here as long as I can be so oh hell yeah dude that that's hilarious I mean uh, I I just got like this horrible mental image of uh, every single chat on uh, Zat being empty and dark and Bubba's just there alone like hello hello guys you know I won. He wouldn't say that. He, he was just he was just copy and paste some like, oh I I won man I won oh oh I won and he would just be saying that he was pretty pretending that he won but in the inside he would just be crying he would just be crying that there's no way no facade to talk to if that were the case. So uh, I mean I guess it's it's better for me better for him that I stay on there but I want to be the winner too so I'd rather I'd rather keep staying on just to spite him. Also, he said he claims to be like 70 years old, so you technically think he'd die of it. God, right? I fucking hate that <laughs> shit. I hate that he pretends to be an old motherfucker. He is not fucking 40-something repairing. Uh, no, he's not 40, dude. He's He says he's 70 years old. He's Okay, he says he's a 70-year-old Vietnam veteran that is from Texas. The most Texan person, you know, he said... Oh, he also said he was born in some... Uh, Ethiopia or some. He said he was born in Africa uh, to a white rich family who moved to Texas, and he, so he's he's that he's like some rich family who chose to get drafted into Vietnam, who's, who's super rich already, who's an electrical engineer and he's super rich and he's like the most far left like brain dead person you'll ever meet. It's just the how he could think that that's believable in any sort of capacity. I just don't. It's just it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, you want to make your RP story, your like roleplay story sound so, like, more believable or something, but he just sounds like the most ridiculous crap you ever heard in your life. It's just, it's just so ridiculous. I don't know with him. Yeah, nah, to be honest, uh, I really wanted to have him on the podcast. I really wanted to find out what he's actually like, if he's really uh, with the shits, if he really, you know, believes all the shit he says. Well, the problem is, if he do, if he got on the podcast, you'd know he's full of it because he well he wouldn't sound old because he's not. They don't I don't know what he would sound like because he could be anything. Yeah, I thought your voice was gonna be way deeper. Yeah, no, I have a shitty like I don't know if I'm allowed to curse that much on <laughs> here, but I have a like a uh, horrible. Uh, I start smoking or something. I have a horrible high pitched voice. It's not very fitting. It's probably Wait, you... I'm not even that tall neither. So you smoke. No, I said I should start smoking to get a deeper voice. Oh, you should uh, start smoking, voice gotcha. Too, my voice is too high. Hey, man, I've been smoking high. for years now, and it, it ain't done shit for me, so. Yeah, you're smoking the other crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you should have smoked with me one day, man. It'll be lit. We'll have an uh, awesome experience. I'm not really into recreational drugs 
we didn't get we, there's so many issues we could have got into on your political we should have like a political one next time you're watching nick we'll be right back they said we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal but here in louisiana and all over the south jim crow never really left and the remnants of the confederacy remain in 1873, when a black man named PBS Pinchback won a U.S. Senate race, he was never seated. They claimed election fraud. The attacks against black people, our right to vote, and participate in this democracy are methodical. Gerrymandered districts are a byproduct of the Confederacy. Our system isn't broken. It's designed to do exactly what it's doing, which is producing measurable inequity. One in 13 black Americans are deprived of the right to vote. One in nine black Americans do not have health insurance. One in three black children live in poverty. It's time to burn what remains of the Confederacy down. I do believe the South will rise again, but this time it'll be on our terms. I'm Gary Chambers and I'm running for the U.S. Senate and I approve this message. You're watching Nick. Now back to the show. Confused because I was like... I don't know if I didn't know if we were recording at first or not. So I was kind of like really casual to be in. Like, oh wait, I gotta start answering. These. I fucking I fucking forgot, dude. I was over here having a nice ass chat. It's fucking you, dude. I've been trying to get to talk to you for a fucking year. Yeah, I know. I mean, you're you're one of the only people that I, I'd actually consider a legend of Zat. You know, a lot of people talk about like, oh yeah, this guy he used to come I'm back like, and you know. Pote is the only legend of Zat I know, and he he always gets mad because I don't always ban people he doesn't like, and then he leaves for like a year. Makes me sad. Mike Pote. You know Mike Pote. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. He's another one that like, I would love to have on here. He's yeah. been on for probably longer than me, and he always has that same copy pasta he always does. I think he's did, been on longer than me. Did it, weren't y'all showing some screenshots of him like on some uh, website like what, years ago? I don't. Maybe. I don't remember. Uh, it was probably somebody else because a lot of people know him. He, he is a legend of Zach because people recognize him. <laughs> Mike fucking Pote. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, maybe maybe he'll, uh, if he comes back, you should give him a shout out and tell him to come on the podcast. I guess that's a shout out to Mike Pote as well. <laughs> he's a he's a funny character as well. He's very smart, though. You, have you, you've seen him argue, have you? Dude, well, he's one of the only ones that I'd say, like, when it came to, like, the rhetoric and the optics, like, he, he, he had me. Because he can type fast as fuck, too. I think... <laughs> He says he's like rich and he lives in DC, but I believe it. Maybe it's true because he's so smart. Like he seems really educated. Like he's I, probably been to college as well. I, like got a degree. I just know he types really, really smart, and I you don't want to get on his bad side because. <laughs> oh yeah, no fuck yeah. I, even I can admit that he's one of the the people that you know. If he actually decides to you know go two for two with you, he'll he'll like you know he can turn shit around and make you look bad. The problem with me is I'm bad at arguing because. Uh, Nah, dude, you're not. You're fucking. You're not, nah, dude. Be good. You're good at arguing because you you don't even get into it. You kind of just like you you dismiss it in such a like uh, mocking kind of like snide way that no one takes serious. Like when you when you dismiss something, it's just funny. You know, you can't. Like I always yeah, try to I mean, make things serious, and you make because, them funny. Like, it's because of dealing with Bubba for literal years. Like I think if you met me, like uh in 2015 or something i used to argue irl a lot i used to go insane like you do kind of oh yeah i would have like a i had like a fat friend in high school and me and him would go off because he was from new york city and he was really far left for a while mm -hmm. and i would go off on him and yeah it was just the most i would come up with such insane crap i 
if I was back then, I would be like, I'd probably be on your level of like insane arguing, but mm. with because I deal with Bubba so much, I just I just can't help but just dismissing people. I <laughs> just being very dismissive and just mocking them because it's just hard. It's a hard habit to break, and so I could be better at it if I was real more serious. But I kind of no, do I, find it funny just to mock people. <laughs> I guess uh, it depends on who you're you're arguing with um, or who you're talking to. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it can come off as uh, dodgy. Um, but at the same time, like you know, you don't have to debate anyone if you don't want to. You know that that is one of the. One of the things that, like, you know, hey, like, I don't, I don't fucking want to talk to you, you know, fuck off. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're very uh, good at doing that shit. You can't. It's hard to say that to you though, because you never shut up. <laughs> I wouldn't have got on Zap Podcast if it weren't for, um, not that you were being very insistent. You were being insistent about it, but um, more that you asked nicely to do it. I'm like, no. well, it would be nice. So I, I do it more because nice, <laughs> not because you're being annoying. Because you're being nice, so I want to return that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, like I, I really need to learn how to be uh, more patient with people. Uh, I tend to freak out, but that, that's enough of that shit. I mean, uh, we're wrapping this shit up. Um, actually, like, be- since you were talking about like left, uh, like politics and like, uh, you, you said you had a left wing friend. Um, like, what is some of the craziest like wrong shit you've heard coming from the left in the past few years? I don't even know where to start with that. I, I'd have to really think of it. There's so much stuff that's been going on. I don't need. I like. I don't. I'm. I'm having trouble thinking. What, of what about uh the way that? Is. What about the way that the left wing was really trying to like fall behind Hillary Clinton in 2015, as if that was ever gonna fucking work? I mean, it's better than Biden. I mean, really? You think Hillary's better than Biden? Uh, well, in from an optic situation, yes. Just because Hillary is. Uh. Hillary is, uh, well, she's a woman for one, so that's obviously brownie points for that. But also, I feel like Hillary's speeches were not as ridiculously horrible as Biden every single time he gets on the podium. Like, oh my god. But, like, Biden, this is what I would say to that. Optics-wise, Biden comes off as, like, an inoffensive, you know, doddering old man. Uh, Hillary Clinton comes off as a bitch. Yeah, I could kind of see that, but uh, I just looked at so I just look at so many things of Biden just acting senile, acting like horrible, getting lost in places, and he just can't he just can't argue like he used to be. Like if you go back like tw- let's say go back twenty years to Biden, and you watch a Biden speech from like twenty or so years ago and see him actually talking. In Washington today, he was having trouble convincing some people he really is a senator, and having some doubts about the Senate seniority system while hoping older members won't hold his age against him. I expect these fellows are going to uh, uh, eventually uh, judge me on my merit, not on my age, and uh, I have to establish that merit, assuming there is any there. I don't think it's going to be much of a problem. Beyond uh, having other senator staffs think I'm applying for a job or as a page or something. And he's he's a really good speaker. He's all the mental faculties on him. And yeah. Then you look at Biden now, and he's just a horrible shell of his former self. I think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age, including mine. I think that's totally legitimate. But I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to you know, watch me. You know, am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace as her? You know, uh, and that old joke. You know, uh, 
Um, everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. You know, I, you know, it could be, I, I'm a great respecter of fate. I could get a disease tomorrow. I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. And when I you are. Uh... Like, I just say, why? Why would they pick somebody like They could have picked anybody else. It's just ridiculous how they would pick him of all people. When you um, Hillary Clinton has all the the Clinton name to her and all the scandals and stuff, but I mean, the thing with the Hillary Clinton stuff and the scandals, I feel like the left doesn't care about them as much as the right does, so it kind of like fizzles out a little bit. That's just how I see it. And Biden just has like he just can't he just can't act for presidential. You know, Trump couldn't act presidential either, but it Biden's is a different way where you can't. You can't trust Biden with anything because he just he just have his, doesn't have his mental faculties there to to, to get gain your trust. You know, a lot of uh, very valid points. But what about dark Brandon? What about that? You know, he's been coming out. He's been having a whole new type of energy. Uh, I just watched the video. Uh, him talking about uh Republicans trying to cut Social Security and shit. Uh, he says if they try to do it, he's like, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> He does it with a whispering voice and shit. I mean, don't you think that's kind of working? No. I'm going to say his no to that. <laughs> I, just, I don't think his reputation could could, could beat it. Even if he could redo, uh, could up his reputation, the problem is uh, inflation is up and uh, hey. gas prices are Shoo. back up. So that's kind of worse. Facade, than, you know, we'll, the, we'll see. We're going to see after these midterms, man. But I was talking a lot of shit with Razzles the other day, telling him to bet. I do not want him to fucking bet, man. Like, shit is looking grim as fuck. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't really care about federal politics <laughs> after Trump shit, but I don't even know if I'm going to vote. I don't really care that much don't. about it. Let, let's just, you know, let's, let's, stay, let's stay on a flirt chat and just argue with each other while people are wasting their time voting for someone that's already been picked. Yeah, I mean, it's probably about as effective as real voting anymore. Just arguing that, I think. It's probably about the same uh, effect on uh, everything. So that's just how I feel about it at this point. Okay, for for real now, last question. What about the nukes, man? Do you think that they're close? Do you think that that whole Russia-Ukraine shit's gonna, gonna blow over and we're just all gonna go back to normal? Or do you think shit's about to escalate? Well, I'd say there's probably like a... I'd say it's probably about 10 or 20% chance of some nuclear crap happening, whether it be Russia on Ukraine, which I think is least likely, or Russia on NATO slash America, which is probably more likely. And it all comes down to, like, how much of... Well, if you, Russia, if you didn't hear, I don't know if you were following it, but Russia, the land that Russia has claimed in... Uh, Ukraine, right? Like mm -hmm. all across the border of Eastern Ukraine has all become is voted to become Russia. Yeah. Not only that, Russia has changed their constitution in to say that include them as mainland Russia. <laughs> Jesus so fuck. If, so if the only doctrine that Russia has on nukes, on nuclear uh, weapons, is if they feel that their territorial integrity is at threat, that they could. They could throw use a nuke, like if it's really screwed, and it depends on how far uh, the NATO is willing to go with Ukraine and like pushing them into trying to get back their own territory. And it's you have to face it, it is a proxy war because America has spent well over a billion dollar, hundred billion dollars on funding Ukraine, 
and a bunch of other countries have been donating equipment and money and everything. Like when isn't it ridiculous how that just happened? Like the Ukraine conflict begins and like we just fucking immediately sending out money and we have all these other uh issues that people have been trying to get funded for decades and uh just, no fucking money. Ridiculous because it's it's also very very amusing and interesting to me that um we happen to get in this huge proxy war conflict uh what less than a year after america pulls out of afghanistan hell yeah so if you, if you, so if you understand like we have the military industrial complex in america so these companies are getting getting these con these uh military contractors getting money from the politicians to uh get these contracts out and then they funnel money back to the politicians you know it's it's a, it's this endless cycle so that was kind of stopped because of Afghanistan, because Afghanistan was our big, huge war that America's been in for who knows how long, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Now, right after that, have the proxy war in Ukraine. Now, they're sent, now we're sending all these billions and billions of dollars worth of equipment. And guess what? Now the military contractors have all these contracts to fill because we are sending all, of our, all, these military, all this military equipment out, and we have to replace it for ourselves. So America has to go and say, Okay, well, we're gonna sign, sign billions and billions of dollars to these more these military contractors, and we gotta gotta get more of our military crap back. So it's like the it's like we're still in a war. Like it's it's never ending with America. It's another war we're in because and it's funding the military industrial complex. Assad, you know so one of my uh, one of my biggest fears is that one day we're gonna like actually need our military and we're gonna like look exactly like fucking Russia uh, right now when they're going up against Ukraine and uh, you know their logistics is all fucked up. They got outdated ass uh, munitions. They got outdated weapons. They uh... oh we won't be we won't be like Russia. We'll be ten times worse. <laughs> oh God! I thought you were gonna say we were gonna be better, but no, no worse. Uh, American logistics, I have no faith in whatsoever. We have so many diversity hires. And... What about what about like uh, the fact that like none of our soldiers have actually like experienced the shit that like a lot of these other countries have when they when they're facing like uh... America has never fought an, an equal power in all of its existence, like mm-hmm. since World War Two, like. Uh, not even Vietnam. I mean, Vietnam was still a power where we were, America was bombing the crap out of everything. Dude, I am so scared of that yeah. happening. Like, all of our military might, we have all these anti-air uh, missile launchers and fucking, like, dude, imagine just seeing all, like, all of that being used and, like, ineffective. That's a fucking nightmare. It's just, it's probably gonna be, and if anything from the Ukraine-Russia conflict is really something to think about it's that that a lot of our equipment a lot of american america's equipment all this high-tech technology we say on paper it's going to be way better than the russians on paper we've never been in a conflict to test that in its full like actual combat environment and none of them are combat proven as they call it so a lot of our crap could just be crap and we don't have qualified people i doubt we're going to have enough with qualified the... people to really deal with them because i think we have a lot of diversity hires with the way that the, oh what is a what is that is very what is at this point i'm sorry what is that diversity hire is that like they hired you because you're black or something yep in the military and you're a minority you get plus yeah that's in the, it's like that in the military as well now yeah, i'll have to look into that but yeah no i don't them, i think they had like the biggest the biggest like west point uh graduate the biggest like uh african-american west point graduate was like a couple of years ago is where he's all black people were just graduating from west point 
and the the military has a lot of that. It's all po po political. It's all LGBTQ plus. I've seen it all over the place. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that shit. I've heard that the the right is trying to say that the military is too woke now. They're too, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I I just think like, obviously, um, if you're when you're gonna promote someone to a position, like especially the fucking military, we're talking about people's lives here. You know, you kind of do it based on the skill and you know not the race. I I do kind of believe in some level of uh you know, um, accommodations being made for different races. You know, we have uh, different inequalities, uh, historical inequalities. But the fucking military, I don't I don't want my fucking war general being some limp-wristed, you know, dick-sucking, you know, like... <laughs> uh, I understand what you... Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's just, that's just how, how it is nowadays. Political... I mean, the, the military is political. It, in most countries, it's political. But I think to the point where... It's getting too political to the point where I think it's going to have this, the same, and I think personally, in my opinion, worse problems than Russia would have in a real conflict because of all these political hires and diversity hires. Just people who are un, not entirely qualified for the job getting these positions. And what's going to happen is it's going to collapse. The logistics of collapse is because people are going to look for if something's going wrong in somebody's position, the, the wheel and the cog isn't working. The cog isn't isn't going correctly, right? Mm. If if that happens, right, they're gonna look for somebody else to be, uh, getting um. Hold on, I lost my train of thought. Uh, are you talking about how like the U.S. is the military if, if police? The wheel the cog is failing, and they're gonna look for another wheel in the cog to replace that. And, if, and there's just gonna be a collapse of responsibility in the military. It's just gonna be a huge collapse of all these people are just gonna not be doing what they're supposed to be doing. And when when all these wheels in in all the cogs in the military machine break down. That's when you're going to have the huge logistics problem. And that's partially what Russia was facing to begin with. But I think it's going to be a lot hey. worse in America because we underestimate our, our opposition. America has been, has been for the entire Ukraine conflict talking crap on Russia for the entire time. Oh, look how bad they are. It's been since day one. And when you're going, <laughs> going around underestimating your competition, that's what, that's when the real problems start. And then when you get, you have all these issues that you thought, oh, we could just beat these guys easily. And then you you get all this resistance and all these people, everybody's going to instantly lose all their morale because they thought, oh, we thought these, these guys are so bad in Ukraine. How could they be doing good now? I mean, we, so we just going to be no morale. We saw it already uh, with uh, Vietnam. Uh, we um, we use a tactic. Uh, I forgot exactly what it's called. I think it's like shock and awe. Where you're basically you just like show so much superior military might and technology. You know, obviously in Vietnam we went with the uh, the iconic iconic images of the helicopters bombing the 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 uh, the jungles and shit. That was yeah. meant to be like you know to break their will. Like wow, look how much more military might we have. And we you know the longer and longer we stayed in there, we're saying like hey, this kind of isn't working. You know. Um, and I feel like that's probably what's going to happen again if we ever do get into a conflict. We're going to try to, like, you know, scare them off with all this, like, fucking, like, loud noises and shit. And meanwhile, they're just going to be in their little-ass bunkers, you know, sniping us off. And Russia, and Russia did the same thing. And Russia did, because they went straight for Kiev, or Kiev. Mm -hmm. They went straight for it, and they went all the shock and all the missiles and everything, and it didn't work. Because Zelensky is very intent on keeping this war going, and on day one he immediately started mobilizing everybody. I think I don't know what uh, drafting or mobilization 
draft that they're on, right? I think they're on the eighth wave of it or something, I heard. I don't know. They, they've been uh, drafting basically everybody that could possibly be drafted ever in uh, Ukraine to fight against Russia at this point. And honestly, I think it's sad because I think the conflict should have just been ended with some diplomatic solution. And I think it's... I think it's partially Putin's oh evil Putin's fault for invading. I get I get it when you do something bad like invading country, of course you're going to be the bad guy. You're the aggressor. But you have to understand, for many years NATO has been expanding, and NATO has never compromised once on anything for Russia ever. So we need to have some sort. Of, we should have some sort of compromise. And I don't think compromising always means. I mean, a lot of the time it means that you know the the the, the opposing side is winning. They're getting something out of it. But I think the alternative to we could have just compromised. NATO could have just compromised and said, "Okay, we'll keep Ukraine a, Ukraine a buffer, buffer state." And guess what? If NATO did that, it could have saved how many? It could have saved thousands of Russians' lives. It could have saved, more specifically, more importantly, thousands and thousands of Ukrainian people's lives. That would have been much preferable to uh, the conflict that has a lot of people dying for no good reason, pretty much, like a lot of wars are. But still. Yeah, well, I think we've made a lot of uh, a lot of progress today. We've talked a lot about a, issue, a lot of issues. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and head out. I really enjoy talking to you. You've uh, been the most uh, informative podcast that I've done, and uh, I hope well, that. Thanks for me. I appreciate it. I mean, yeah. you did ask a lot, but I, I do appreciate <laughs> it. It was something different for sure. Oh, thank you, man. I mean, uh, hopefully we might be able to get you back on or whatever. I mean, I, I'm for sure have a different perspective about you uh, now because. Uh, now that I have kind of like a more of a like your actual personality to put behind the the uh, the Zat user, that's um, yeah, hard to get like a, a feel for people. But you get more of a feel for well, with text it's harder. But when you get like to hear somebody's voice and their like inflections and how they speak and their personality, it is it is different. Something to think about, you know. Yeah, dude, for sure. All right, dude. I'll be talking to you later, man. It was really fun. Um, have a good night. Man. Through the smoke and the mud and the blood we walked behind Robert E. Lee. The sixty miles from Richmond to face the Union Army. We dug our holes and we built a wall cause we knew there'd be a fight. If the blue coat wearing soldiers crossed the river that night. Sure as hell at sundown came a hundred thousand men And it sure did shock me, Lord, to see Ken killing Ken The cannonballs were heavy, filled with iron and steel and lead And the James River water ran a bloody red Yeah. Mm-hmm.